listener production. Hello and welcome to Something Wild, your little dose of education, training, uh, from a couple of outdoor frothers. My name's Angie and this is Josh. How you doing? And yeah, basically we get together, we put together episodes to inspire you to spend more time in nature, uh, to help you spend more quality time in nature, to overcome any obstacle you can throw at us. So if there's something that's stopping you getting outside more, why don't you send us a message and we'll try and find a solution for you. You can email us at southwest at listener.com.au. That's L-A-S-T-N-R. And this week, Josh... A skills session from your good self. We're getting thrifty. Yeah. So one of the big barriers for people is expense. Like camping gear can be really expensive to set up your setup. It certainly can. And uh, once you've got it and you've spent that money on it, you don't want to see it broken and you don't want to have to rebuy it. No, you want it to last forever. So we've got some tips for you. All right, so you hear me constantly bang on about carrying a first aid kit in the outdoors. We may have heard you bang on about it just once or because twice. Because you would be an absolute muppet if you went out there without one. But this week I want to talk about a first aid kit for your gear and what what you should be carrying with you as a minimum uh, so that you can do running repairs while you're out enjoying yourself and, you know, if you get a rip in your tent or your tent pole breaks... It, doesn't become a trip ender. If you're halfway through doing the Mundabitty, that's going to be a bad time if yeah. you don't have any repair stuff. <laughs> um, so it's it's just about, you know, a dozen items that you can carry with you. They don't take up much. My ones go in a, a small um, pencil case in my pack, so it takes up no room at all and it, it's quite lightweight and I can do any repairs on all my gear. And like anything sort of in the, the camping outdoors world, you can take it as far as you want and spend as much money as you want in this area. But this is this is the basics. This is the beginner kit. To start us off with duct tape. Ah. Trusty duct tape. If it moves, then it shouldn't. If it can't be ducked, then it's probably... <laughs> hey! <laughs> I like that one. Um, so, you know, duct tape will pretty much solve most of your problems and it's a great short-term fix. Even if your hiking shoes fall apart, you just duct tape those soles back onto the top bit. Sweet as. I had a hole in my down jacket and I have had a piece of duct tape covering that hole for about four years now. So, you know, it's it, I say it's for quick repairs, but it, it can last the test of time. You can actually get down jacket specific repair patches. The next thing that I would recommend, and you've probably got one with you already, but a knife or a multi-tool. Um, you know, just something to either cut your tape or, you know, take off any daggy bits of thread that have come through on your jacket or, or anything like that. It's always just a handy thing to have. Sounds good. A small sewing kit. Oh, this is for any sort of travel. Yeah. Like this is if you're going on a, a fun holiday and you've packed a suitcase and you go to see the fam or if you're on a camping trip. I say always have a sewing kit nearby. Um, and in that sewing kit, a couple of different size needles, you know, outdoor gear, some of that Gore-Tex or if you're going trying to get through canvas, you need a heavier gauge needle and a couple of different types of thread. Again, so it's dependent on what gear you're actually repairing. A needle and thread, they don't weigh anything. So, you know, 
having four different sizes or, or spares of them all, it's not going to weigh you down. A couple of different sizes, safety pins as well, I would say it'd be handy. Again, short-term fix, but it stops anything getting worse so that you can finish out your trip, get home and potentially take it to a local seamstress who is a dead set legend. We got one of those. Now, the next thing, it's going to depend on what you're sleeping in. Obviously, if you're in a swag, you're not going to have one of these. But um, if you've got an inflatable sleeping mat, they all come with a little patch kit. And it's a little bit of glue or adhesive pads and and some little patches just to repair any small holes. They're great for obviously repairing your sleeping mat. But those little patch kits, they can go on to rain jackets. They can go on to tents you know they can be used for a number of things so they're pretty handy to have and keep around i love the one that you just told me before which i actually didn't know existed but tent poles if you snap a tent pole i've always just assumed it's the end put it all in the bin but there's actually a genius solution yeah so uh i carry a little sleeve like a it's only maybe eight centimeters long it's slightly larger diameter than my poles are And uh, so if I snap a pole halfway along or at one of the joins, which quite often happens, you just slide the sleeve over it so it creates a bit of rigidity around there, throw some duct tape on it, and, uh, you know, it's good good to get you out of a tight bind. Perfect. Zip ties. Always. Always. Super glue. Doubles as quite a handy thing for your first aid kit, super glue. That's what super glue was invented for, was in the wars, to patch up wounds Really? Yeah. So it Isn't can there like chemicals in your Now I would only ever do it to myself. I wouldn't... Oh, and like in a proper emergency. Yes. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Um <laughs> don't try that at home. Now on tents, you know, you might want to carry a couple of nylon patches for your fly. Obviously if your fly's got a hole in it, you're gonna get wet. Do you wanna tell everyone why our fly has got holes in it? No, our fly doesn't have holes in it. You'd carry mesh patches to patch up the holes in the mesh that are probably caused by little crab bastards <laughs> that decide that they want to eat you in the middle of the night time in Shark Bay. God damn you. Um, and again, you know, your needle and thread will come in handy when repairing a tent. Um, a bit of spare shock cord, you know, the, the bungee cord that goes inside most poles nowadays. Um, carry a bit of spare of that. It loses its elasticity sometimes, so you might just be able to chop out a section and tie a new bit in. How do you, how do you, how do you change it over? Uh, so you've got to take off. If you have to change the whole thing, you've got to take off the the little end uh, end of the pole, and then oh. you thread it through each section one at a time. It it's painstaking. But if you're sitting in the bush watching a beautiful scene, if you've got a nice spot, your hands are busy. Uh, I've done it before. I've replaced entire pole sleeves, the the shock cord for an entire tent. Yeah, right. It can be an annoying job, but needs to be done. Better than not sleeping in the tent. Uh, and the last thing, you know, it, again, this is something that doesn't weigh anything and it will just make your life easier, is a couple of different sizes of spare buckles. So if you're hiking especially, if your waistband goes on your backpack, all of a sudden you're carrying all your weight on your shoulders rather than your hips. Um, you really need a functioning waist belt buckle. So having one 
that's the same size as the waist belt buckle and then just a couple of small ones perhaps your dry bag or your sleeping bag compression sack if you break one of those you might struggle to fit all your gear in if you can't get it quite as compressed so just have a couple of spares change them over as you need to and that's where the multi-tool comes in handy you know cedar summit i know make some really great ones that it's just a screw so you don't have to cut any of your gear to get it attached Hey, actually, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Do you remember a little while ago I uh, lent you my little day backpack? You've been trying to pin this Josh, one on me. Did did I lend you my day backpack? You did. And when I got it back, was the little waistband clip broken? When you got it back, it was fine. And then when you next noticed, it was broken. I think your car broke it. <laughs> Righto. I'll head to down to the gear store. I'll get a replacement for you. I've got it on record now. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> a gear first aid kit, It's it doesn't take up much space and it's just going to mean that you're going to have a more enjoyable time in the outdoors and that your gear is going to last you a lot longer. And that's exactly what we want. It's also a hell of a lot cheaper than replacing all your gear. So thanks for joining us for a little skills session. And if you would like some inspiration of where to take your hiking gear or your camping gear, heaps of episodes to check out all on everything Southwest. Josh, thank you so much for your valuable knowledge. Until next week, get out there and do something wild. A listener production.